What is up, everyone? You are listening to Today I Learned Bitcoin, where we both teach and get taught about Bitcoin from experts in the industry. I'm your host, Alec. I'm super excited about this episode. Not only do we have some amazing, awesome guests who are here to show, showcase excuse me, their, their Bitcoin Lightning Wallet, which we have yet to cover here on the show, but we've also had some crazy bullish action in the price of Bitcoin lately. If you haven't been paying attention to it, you've been under a rock. We've gone through a really long and brutal bear market, but it seems now things are starting to heat up. So always a good time to be in Bitcoin when that happens. Anyways, I've got my good friend Jason here, of course, on for another session, add some much needed color and bring some of the tough questions to learn more about different products and services. So Jason, good to have you, brother. Anything you want to say or add before we, we bring on our guest today? What's good, dude? It is awesome to be here. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful couple of days to be a Bitcoiner. Am I right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So bullish right now. No, nothing really to add, man. Let's get into it. Sweet. Awesome. We have both Cole and Adam from CoinOS. <clears throat> if you guys want to go ahead and give yourself a, an intro, maybe a brief description of what you do uh, at your company and what, what the company is all about, either one of you want to start. Yeah, so I'm Adam Saltis. I'm the founder of CoinOS. I started CoinOS as a pet project over 10 years ago, just to kind of learn how to do Bitcoin web development. It was just a simple one-page widget back then to do like a price lookup for Bitcoin and let merchants put in their receiving address and use like a watch-only wallet so they'd get a notification when a Bitcoin payment landed in their address. And then they could keep track of the payments in their fiat currency. So when they got a payment, it would record at the time of the transaction what the exchange rate was. So they'd get like a, a list of payments in dollar terms. And I started shopping it around to get some merchants here in Vancouver in BC, Canada to start taking Bitcoin payments. So I had a couple of cafes, restaurants taking Bitcoin as early as 2013. And there was a bit of a bull run back then, if, if you guys were around then. I don't know if you remember, but it, there was a big run up from like, I don't know, $200 to $1,200 or something. So it, it felt kind of similar energy as today. Like people were getting hyped that... Bitcoin's taken off. And when that happens, you know, the, the plebs and the, the no coiners, they, they get interested and they were, they were willing to give it a try. So yeah, we, we got a bunch of businesses come on board and start uh, playing around with Bitcoin and it sort of fell off after the bear market of 2017 or so when the fees got really high and this was before lightning came around. So the retail payment scene kind of died for a while, at least here, but probably globally, I'm guessing there just wasn't a lot of in-person Bitcoin payments going on. But with Lightning coming around the last couple of years, it's become viable again to do cheap and instant payments. So we're starting to see a bit more uptake again, getting it out into yeah, retail businesses and just trying to push that forward and get people using Bitcoin in the real world. Awesome. Love it. You're an OG, and, right? Adam. 
Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so hi everyone. My name's Cole. I work with business development, marketing, promotion, uh, alongside Adam with Coinos. And we, yeah, we we just were a Bitcoin Lightning Wallet custodial. We try to make uh, getting started with Bitcoin as easy as possible. We like to make it as easy as possible for merchants to get set up with accepting uh, Bitcoin, light, Bitcoin and Lightning payments. Because some businesses are not only Lightning. Some businesses are able to, they're structured in such a way where on-chain Bitcoin payments do still work for them, like bigger scale companies as well. So we we do like to focus on Lightning, of course, right? Because it's instant, no fees. But we do always tell people it's Bitcoin and Lightning. We get asked that a lot. But with our, yeah, with our Lightning aspect and the merchants, we, we've just grown uh, a lot. We have over 330 businesses internally nationally we're you know we have a bunch in brazil some in miami some in nicaragua all across canada and we're only looking to grow we we don't really turn away businesses we've never had to turn away a business there's no limitations within reason there's like no limitations with what kind of businesses can use us and we host me and adam we host meetups on a regular basis in vancouver at least one per week if we were to average it out, sometimes it's five per month on average. We we partnered with lots of other, with multiple other big event organizers. We partnered with other other companies in that, in the event space. So we're able to get very good deals on renting out event spaces and setting up booths, getting our name out there. We're both just really passionate about expanding the Lightning Network and telling people the value of Lightning and, and the numbers. You know, Lightning, there's not really a limit with how many transactions the Lightning Network can handle because it doesn't work exactly the same as blockchain. You know, Bitcoin's on the blockchain. Lightning's not actually on the blockchain. And a lot of people are not aware of that kind of thing. You know, the Lightning Network can handle you know up to a million transactions a second. There's not really a limit, but a million transactions a second is not a lie. And you know, you look at Visa, Mastercard. Visa, Mastercard handles. Uh, last time I looked, it was like on average 1,700 transactions a second. So the average Lightning, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? The average Lightning transaction that I've done with my experience is less than one second. So you could be in Bali, Indonesia right now, Alec or, or Jason. Jason, you could be in Australia. I'll send you money right now. You'll get it in less than a, less than one second. <laughs> Sometimes when we're routing to different Lightning wallets, like different apps, will it might take longer than one second. I, I can say that, right? Because I've traveled to a bunch of different countries, Bitcoin jungle, Costa Rica, Bitcoin beach, El Salvador, you know, I've, I've been all, all around Bitcoin yeah, jungle. And then what was the other one? Bitcoin Lake in Guatemala. So I've been to those communities, really cool communities. They are passionate about Bitcoin lightning. And I use Coinos at all of their merchants there. So we do have channels open with those other big uh, lightning apps. We try to stay on top of that. Because as long as we have channels open to these big lightning apps, the other widely used ones like like Bitcoin Jungle or Bitcoin Beach, it's it's really usable internationally. And yeah, so the fact that it makes Bitcoin transact instantly, like Adam said, you know, it wasn't really a feasible thing before lightning. Now that we have lightning, it's more feasible than ever to accept Bitcoin. That's amazing. I mean, I constantly hear... I don't know how much time you guys spend on social media, but I always try to, you know, break our Bitcoin echo chamber and and make content for the normies over on TikTok, full of crypto bros that say Bitcoin's old technology, it's too <laughs> slow, it's not scalable. So you guys yeah. are just 
kind of proven that entire narrative completely wrong. Like lightning has been absolutely exploding. I'm not sure. I'm sure you guys uh, saw that report that was, that was put out by, I think it was river. One of their analysts on lightning just absolutely blew my mind. I had no idea the level of adoption we've had there. So sounds like, you know, a very exciting time for, for your guys' business and, you know, anyone else really building on lightning, right? I, 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 I forgot to add like what my, like a brief, just my history and like one paragraph it's, I got yeah. into Bitcoin since 2015 is when I've been in back when okay. things were like, you know, I had money in Einstein exchange in Vancouver. Did you hear about Einstein? They did the same oh. thing. So they did the same thing that Quadriga did. I had money in oh. Quadriga. I got my money out though. I got my money out of Quadriga okay. and I got, I also got my money out of Einstein as well. But Einstein had a full blown office and everything downtown Vancouver, very legitimate looking. So I did that and then just, you know, did all right in the bull runs, multiple bull runs. And then I, I'm also into mining as well and the background. So, yeah. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Jason, you got any questions top of mind for these guys? No, guys, I, I think this is so cool what you're doing and, and kind of helping to spread the adoption to merchants. I'm curious, like when you're when you're scouting businesses, I guess a two part question, like first, what is the method of of, of outreach or is this like cold prospecting you guys are doing or is some of the stuff inbound to you guys are a little bit of a mixed bag? And second, what are some of the characteristics in the businesses? You said you're at around 330. What are there common characteristics that you're looking for in scale and size and things like that as you pursue your market? Yeah, it is a bit of a mixed bag. Cole is really going hard on the, the cold calling, you know, hitting the ground, walking into places, asking for the owner, emailing places, phoning them, and just following up with all kinds of businesses. We do try to get warm introductions from people. So occasionally people will introduce us to a business and that that tends to work a little bit better because you know we get our foot in the door and then they're they're willing to hear us out a bit more but it is a mix we've had success with with some of the cold calls and just walking in and talking to a random business owner and they agree to give it a try our main like selling points when we go and talk to someone new is it's a it's free so there's no setup fee there's no transaction fees compared to paying like uh, credit card and debit fees, they're paying like two or 3% to take payments that way. With Lightning, they don't get charged anything at all to receive a payment. And the other big selling point is the, the community aspect or the promotion. So we will promote them on social media, we'll let them, like we'll host events and, and bring the community around and try to you know, bring Bitcoiners to these businesses that are willing to take Bitcoin for payment. And we'll put them on like btcmap.org. That's a directory of like all businesses in the world that are taking bit, uh, Bitcoin. So it's just like more exposure for them as a business, something to stand out versus their competitors. And also it's like a, a cheap way to acquire Bitcoin. So a lot of business owners have heard of Bitcoin. They're a little bit interested, but they haven't taken the step to figure out how to get an account at an exchange and purchase it. And this way, by just selling products or services for Bitcoin, that's a good way to just get your first Bitcoin and get it at a pretty good rate because 
the, the exchange rate that you're charging your customers, like the, the market rate. So you're not paying any spread or additional fees to acquire your Bitcoin that way. So those are the main kind of things that I like to point out when we're talking to someone that's totally new. Your second question was about... Like the characteristics of businesses. So right. are, are yeah, you looking for business businesses? Yeah, certain size, certain certain characteristics, certain markets, things like that. Yeah, I'd say we're going after the mom and pop type stores, especially if it's like a single owner. They don't need to go to the board and, and like pass it <laughs> to get approval from a bunch of people to be able to take Bitcoin. So we're looking for those, you know, food trucks or farmers market vendors or small cafes and restaurants where we can get in, talk to the owner and they can make a decision to get to yes, like right away without having to have a bunch of email back and forth and getting approval from other people and other parties. But other than that, like the types of businesses we go after, we want everyone taking Bitcoin. So we're not going a after answer. a specific business category or type. In fact, we want to see a diversity of different options. So we've got like a bounty program to get different types of businesses. We're offering sats to people if they refer us to get like a grocery store, a bakery, a butcher shop, a laundromat, a gas station, a liquor store. We've got like all these different categories that we want to see so that people have options to spend their Bitcoin in all these different kinds of places in town. That's so awesome. How, how do you guys make money? We have a, we have a 0.1% uh, conversion fee, which is the cheapest in the industry, right? To, when you're transferring from on-chain Bitcoin to lightning Bitcoin, right? We, we care more about just building the network, building adoption, which does circle back around to make our investment go up, number go up, right? <laughs> so, and, and the fact that it's 0.1, we build our user base, more and more users, it, it adds up 0.1%, but we are the, the most cost-effective solution in the industry. And then people also sometimes reach out to us to get us to build things for them. So build like uh, FT, like Adams built multiple different things for like he's he's built built a lot of software and front ends and and Adams a full stack developer so he people reach out to to him and and us to to do work for them like building an NFT marketplace like the Liquid NFT marketplace like Rare Toshi which is a layer two of Bitcoin right Liquid mm -hmm. Network so we get more exposure with that too which can bring in some revenue as well gotcha and add adam i don't know if you want to add to that but yeah we're not we're not really monetizing coinos at this point so it's it's pretty much covering our cost if that with, with that conversion fee that that's like when people are going from lightning to on-chain we have to rebalance our nodes so that our liquidity in lightning doesn't get depleted if everyone's sending us lightning payments and then withdrawing on chain eventually our inbound liquidity gets eaten up and we have to rebalance the channels. So that conversion fee pretty much just offsets the cost of doing that. Like Cole was saying, our, our main business model is we have a Bitcoin treasury and we're trying to spread Bitcoin adoption. Eventually I may think about monetizing the app more by having like premium features or little things where you can 
get your like orange check mark or badge or something on your avatar or fun little things like that. So we haven't really introduced any of those paid features yet, but it's something we might might do down the road. We also have an online store for merchandise, coinosmerch.com. And we yeah. have all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. All, all kinds of stuff. We got shirts, hats, toques, coffee mugs, shoes is what's really yeah we just sold out of all our shoes we just we just had to re-up like a big order of our shoes people can go online and and order it too but the shoes they sold pretty quick once people started to find out about bitcoin shoes yeah awesome that's a a little bit of revenue (laughs) yeah definitely drop those links in the in the private chat here and i'll make sure make sure that we we share that out i think it's pretty amazing that not only is this a product that's essentially free but it's also reducing a massive cost for businesses. Like I've, you know, sold software in the past to businesses that involve merchant services and, and saw their, their statements from their merchant services and the amount of money that, that flows into Visa and American Express MasterCard is absolutely, it's bonkers. And the fact that we have a technology that can essentially do it free and then there's developers like you building tools that that you're just providing to them. It's pretty incredible, man. So, I mean, I don't have too many other questions. I, I feel like we've got a pretty great understanding of the business. I'm I'm stoked to just take a look at this thing and and understand a bit more how it works. Sure, I can share my screen here. Yeah, go ahead and throw that up. All right, you guys got that. <clears throat> Yep. All right. So I'll just point out, this is our landing page down at the bottom. We have, so this is pulling from the same OpenStreetMap data that uh, btcmap.org is using. So we've tagged all of the merchants that are specifically using CoinOS to take payments. And you can see in Vancouver, there's like a print shop, a tanning salon, coffee shops. This guy does painting. Vietnamese restaurant. So there's a bunch of places in here. And then if you zoom out, we've got, you know, places all around the world. There's a couple in Eastern Canada, a few down in Miami, a ton down in Latin America, especially in Brazil. There's like a couple down there that went and onboarded a town with like, I think they've got over 200 businesses down here now. So there's just a ton of merchants. You guys have someone out there? Like how do you get so many businesses in Brazil? Yeah, there's a couple, their project is called Bitcoin Aqui. That's my Portuguese attempt. (laughs) It means Bitcoin here. And they, I think they're just from this town and they knew a lot of the the business owners and merchants because they grew up there and they just went and orange pilled, as you can see, like hundreds of them. So I I really want to go and visit this place one day. Because, yeah, it's like one of the most Bitcoinized cities in the world now, I think. That's that's amazing. I think I have one business that accepts Bitcoin within 100 miles of me. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, if you know yeah. any, if you have any ideas on, on any potential prospects, let us know and we'll, well, yeah. Yeah, sounds like, sounds like I need to get after it, start onboarding some guys with you. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll go through just like signing up for a new account. So you just go to the register page and we'll just make an account here, TIL, and that's it. So we're logged in. We got our 
Satoshi balance of zero Satoshis, zero dollars. You can go into the settings and change your avatar, change your local currency if you want to see it in any other fiat currency. And now that we've got an account, I'm going to hop to another window and sign in. And we'll just send a payment between these two accounts. So this is Alice here. She's going to send a payment to TIL. And TIL, send a dollar. And there it's it is. Good. I got it right away. You see wow. a dollar from Alice, 6 p.m. Have you ever timed like how long it takes from setup to, to send payment? Because that was literally... <laughs> seconds or less that that was pretty impressive that's, that's mind-boggling man that's crazy to yeah create when, an account like seconds yeah it's fast yeah i don't think there's it couldn't really be much faster because it's it's a website too right you don't need to install anything you just go register and you're ready to go within seconds just you're limited by how fast you can type in your username okay no email, um, no email confirmations either yeah, now, now that we've got this dollar here in the TIL account, we could withdraw this to either a Bitcoin address or we could pay a Lightning invoice. So let me pop open my Albi wallet and I'll just demo that, show like a payment to an external wallet. So I'm going to ask for, oh, how do I work Albi? I'm going to ask for a Lightning invoice. I'll do 100 sats. You paste that in here and it says we're sending a hundred sats to LB. And there it goes. We just sent five cents. Beautiful. Love how it's all denominated in US dollar too. Uh yeah, well, this is Canadian dollars, but yeah, you can oh. it, it detects based on your IP address. So if you guys register oh. an account, it'll be US dollars for you. Sweet. That's amazing. That's so awesome. So the Canadian dollar uses the same symbol. Yep. Yeah, it's a dollar sign. I didn't realize that. How how does this work with like accounting software and, and reporting in that regard? Yeah, so you can see here we've got our our week, month, or all time. They're all the same right now, but you can filter by date to to see the payments for different time periods. And this dollar that we that we received here. Even as the Bitcoin price fluctuates, this is always going to tell me that it was a dollar on this date. So I know for income purposes, if I'm a merchant and I'm selling things and I take a dollar payment, that's my income. And I would just put that into my regular accounting software or my point of sale software as a cash payment. So okay. for accounting purposes, it's it's the same as taking cash. Mm. You just total up you know, what you received in Bitcoin for the day and you pay your taxes on it. Like you'd be doing a cash payment and we do have a CSV export button here. So if you want to get a spreadsheet of all your payments and load that up, you can import this into your accounting software, QuickBooks or whatever you're using. Okay. Okay. That's the amazing. only thing to be cognizant of with taxes too is the capital gains. So if a merchant takes a bunch of Bitcoin payments and then Bitcoin moons and like, let's say it doubles in price over a year, and then they go and spend that Bitcoin or they sell that Bitcoin, they've technically made a gain on their Bitcoin. So they would have to 
like let's say my $1 here turns into $2, I would have to pay tax on you know the dollar profit that I made. Gotcha. And does it report like a cost base? I guess it's that it'll show you received $1, which was a, a certain Satoshi amount, right? Is that kind of like your cost basis? Exactly. Yeah. So it'll, yeah. it'll tell you what it's worth currently and that, or like the present value. Oh, and it'll tell you your, your cost basis. I just noticed the gain loss. That's freaking cool too. So not only are you receiving these payments, but you can watch it grow in here as well. Exactly. Yeah. And if you go back to the homepage, it's, it's got a WebSocket connection to Binance. So if you watch this number down here, this is like the live Bitcoin price in Canadian dollars. Mm -hmm. And if we watch this long enough, we might see this in real time tick up to like 96 cents or go down to 94. So <laughs> let me see if I can go to an account that has a bit more of a balance. So if we watch <laughs> this, gone. like... We might see a change. You can send messages, messages to people too. Other people with CoinOS accounts. Yeah, I think it just ticked up from sixty-four cents to sixty-five. Oh yeah, yeah. there's sixty-seven. Oh yeah, let's go, guys. Oh, we're, we're mooning. We're mooning. <laughs> oh, Sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's kind of fun to go wow. and watch your balance kind of move around. And that that gain loss thing is that like an aggregate of all received payments? Yeah, exactly. That's so sick. I love it. Man, this is like a really nice UX. Really Thanks. clean. Yeah. Yeah, we had a designer come and help us out with it last year. So they did an awesome job. Yeah, it looks incredibly simple. I'm, I'm curious. So I'm just trying to envision, you know, either I'm running this business, you know, maybe I sell some kebabs or some type of food, have a food truck, whatever. We actually have a kebab food truck. Oh, <laughs> well, there we go. I knew, I knew everyone who makes kebabs is a Bitcoiner. I, I know it. <laughs> Do you remember so, their name, Cole? Master yeah. Chef? Master yeah. Chef kebab? I don't know what they're yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah there's the master. <laughs> yeah. So if you go to like coinos.io slash a username everyone mm -hmm. has a public like profile page so if you know their username you can get here and then if i want to send master chef some sats right now i can click pay and i could send them like you know 10 sats or something it just as a tip or whatever yeah well oh actually, you got the here tip it's, right it's oh, and a tip for like thing. an additional tip so see that's yeah, huge I'll, I'll send yeah 11 sats let's say we're doing you know, 10 sats plus one. Just to point out, that's that's actually a really big deal. I've never seen another Lightning like wallet service provider have a tipping function like that. I was going to ask y'all, like, what's the difference between CoinOS and something like Breeze or, or something along those lines? But that right there, is, that's amazing because it, it's replicating what the traditional like square point of sale does, right? I go through, swipe my car, then it's asking me for the tip. That's like a huge thing ever since the past couple of years. Every freaking thing asked me for a tip on it now. So I, I love that you guys have that built in there. That's that's super cool. 
Yeah. And yeah. that's one thing like in, in retail settings that a lot of them would ask about if, if we didn't have that, then they can't get their tips. <laughs> it becomes an issue. Absolutely. Um, so the, I guess the flow of when we're going in to pay for stuff in person, I'll just kind of talk about that a bit because we've done some work there to try to like streamline the UX when you're doing like an in-person payment. So if I was going to MasterChef's food truck and I want to send him a payment, he doesn't have to have a CoinOS on his phone or on a tablet because I know his username, I can get to this page on my phone. And so I can have it loaded up before I get there. Or what we'll do with a lot of merchants is we'll give them a QR code that just links to this URL. So nice. they'll have that up at the cash register. And then anyone who comes in and scans that QR will get directed to this page where they can then click the pay button. So he'll tell you how much you owe. He might even ring it up as a cash sale and give you your bill. And then you can say like, okay, I owe $6 for a kebab. And you do your tip on the next screen, right? So all this is being done on the customer's phone. Master Chef doesn't have to take time to like wait for you to scan the QR code off his tablet or figure out how to use your wallet. He can be off making the kebabs and you're doing your lightning payment this way all on the customer's end. And when the customer finally gets around to sending the payment, instantly it's gonna print out a receipt for him. So let me just stop my screen share here. Yeah, I can pop that off for you. Uh, here we go. So you guys see this little printer I'm holding? Yeah. So this is like a little thermal receipt printer I got from AliExpress, like from China. <laughs> and I've added a little snowboard. Let me see if I got one lying around. Oh, this is yeah, a Arduino board. Of it. It's like a little Raspberry Pi computer type thing. But this is actually a, a like a big one compared to the one that's in the printer. I've got like a smaller version that's like the size of a thumbnail pretty much. Oh, wow. And so it, it, it turns this little printer into a Bitcoin printer. So it connects to the Wi-Fi credentials that you give it. And then it listens to our API for when a lightning payment comes in. And I'll print out a little receipt that says like in dollars what was received. So the merchant, you know, MasterChef is making his kebabs. You are figuring out how to do your lightning payment. You send it off. And then when he goes and checks the printer, it's just going to tell him the notification that he received the payment. So he never has to touch like a, a tablet or a device or anything. He's just got this paper receipt and he puts that in his cash register and treats it like a cash payment. So it really speeds up like the, the in-person payment flow because the customer doesn't have to be like, you know, trying to scan a QR code or do a tap or anything. They're just off to the side, you know, using their phone to send a payment. That's Clean. freaking cool. Clean. I was going to ask, like, do they have to pull up like on their phone to verify the payment came through? That's that's sweet, man. I haven't seen that with any other solution out there. That's 
it's incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to promote it because I think it's like the best experience for both the merchant and the customer when you're doing like in-person payments. So I made a video on it, on how to build these. It's all like open source and I like link to all the parts and stuff and how to put it together. So sweet. Well, maybe that's a way to monetize code, in the future. Sell the printer. We, we are, <laughs> yeah, it's on our store, the printer. Oh, sweet. On our online store. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, if the whole setup's free, you just have to buy this little printer to make yourself device free. That sounds, that sounds pretty amazing to me. We have been for a lot of the businesses that have been signing up. We do offer to supply the tablet and printer for businesses. Wow. Yeah, we've been we've been doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they don't already have their own tablets, some businesses have their own tablets. But we do. We are open to supplying that if that's the deal breaker of them doing it or not. Gotcha. Yeah, we've wow. been airdropping these on merchants here. I've just been covering the cost of it just to get them out there. So once we get to like a hundred merchants in town, then I'll, I'll start, you know, charging them for the printer, the cost and stuff. But for now we're just like getting it out there. That's this amazing. This is awesome guys. You guys got me fired up. I'm going to go talk to every business that I frequent. <laughs> like, hey, you guys need to take Bitcoin or I'm not coming back. Well, yeah, yeah. and you need to use Coinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to that sure. to that point, I, I, I'm kind of zooming out and I'm picturing like how how you're approaching these businesses. So like, Cole, you're you're out there. You're the soldier. You're the salesperson. Are you like going and orange pilling these guys? Like, are you approaching people who are full on? They know the word Bitcoin and that's it. And you're taking them to a point of acceptance, and then willing to to actually accept that as as value for their business i mean that that's huge like that's incredible yeah yeah, yeah a lot of them are a majority of of who we talk to you know adam's also uh onboarded multiple merchants too right and we talk to a lot of them that they don't know anything about it they just know the word like you said right and just helping them understand like like that they're gonna get most likely can't guarantee anything right so we just say you're most likely gonna get more sales because we're opening you up to this big Bitcoin community in Vancouver, a very passionate community that wants to spend their Bitcoin and they want to be bankless. A lot of people can't be bankless yet, right? Yeah. Uh, so we we help people with that, like Adam was saying earlier about having the diversity of businesses. So so people can basically live off Bitcoin. That That's our goal is so people can do everything they need to do. And that's just a dream, stay right? <laughs> so yeah, then we we're always yeah out, out about orange pilling people and businesses like like all the time and stuff. Yeah, it's it's good. Our, our all, event, all those street interviews with people too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, oh, did I, really? Did I tell you about that, Alec? Did, did no, I tell I don't when, think so. on our? Yeah, yeah, we yeah I do street interviews with people, just basically sharing the good word of Bitcoin with randoms on the street. We try to make it as entertaining as possible, and some of the video compilations that have come out that we've come out with are pretty good i i work with yeah beaver bitcoin's one of the sponsors and bitcoinnews.com that that's who's been it's been posting those, those videos on their on their twitter and stuff i'll send you some links and stuff yeah but just all kinds of people especially there's a lot of university kids like 21 22 23 years old they, they think they know everything and stuff like that. i'm not saying they're all like that but some of the ones <laughs> i've been coming in, some of the ones i've been coming across are, are like that and those are the fun ones to talk to because it's entertaining they're like oh bitcoin's a scam why are you stupid enough to believe in that it generates entertainment right yeah yeah 100 yeah. so 
as, as you guys are kind of building up your clientele, I, I imagine right now you're really focusing heavily on those Bitcoinized locations because that's the selling point to the merchant, right? It's like, this is going to open up for, for more business. Where do you see that being like more of a challenge, more of a hard sell? Would you say there's like, I guess in, in US-based regions, do you see that being a little bit more challenging than some of like Latin America? I mean, like I would say Latin America is probably easier because the United States has a lot stricter regulation. And even though yeah. Bitcoin's legal everywhere, the strict regulation in the United States scares a lot of Americans. So I'd say it's easier in Latin America for sure. Yeah. 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 When I was down there in like Bitcoin Lake and all those places, they're, they're more open to the idea and stuff like that. And sure. Uh, more exponential growth. It, that exponential growth that we've had in Brazil has been a lot easier than if the, if it was in the States, for sure. Because in Brazil, there's less, there's no IRS down there throwing people in jail left, right, and center, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of different ways to, to look at it, though. Because I know, like, some businesses, especially, you know, smaller mom and pop brick and mortar stores, you know, they, they prefer cash because it allows them to do alternative things we'll label it and you know they're offer offering cash discounts things like things like that so not only is it an alternative to cash you don't have to carry around and deal with this paper it's you know instant and you know hopefully everyone's going to have bitcoin soon but it also there's often referred to the the bitcoin cheat code like simply you know putting Bitcoin around your business, whether you're accepting payments or having some type of product or service that has has the Bitcoin ethos, you know, draws in business to you from from Bitcoiners. Like like you mentioned, Bitcoiners want to spend their Bitcoin. They don't want to use fiat. You know, if they've held it for years since 2012 or 2015, all that appreciated value, you know, they want to spend on quality products or services. So it itself, like just being able to accept Bitcoin is is almost a marketing effort as similar to pushing out ads on google or something like that right so i think that's amazing like just lean into that that's definitely you know how how i i will be spreading the word uh helping you guys out is just you know open yourself up to the possibilities of bitcoin and you'll reap the rewards and i mean the amazing thing is right they don't have to learn all about blockchain blockchain technology on all this stuff to get started like it took 10 seconds you're receiving payments it, it, it we didn't really cover too much but it's it's a custodial solution but they have the option of withdrawing you know on chain it's how i've pictured it is kind of like a a cash drawer right like myself i'm sure plenty of people have worked at fast food restaurants and things like that you know you start the day with 200 bucks in your drawer at the end of the day you have 530 bucks you're going to pull that 330 excess withdraw it put it in the bank account and leave 200 in there for any refunds things like that so i imagine is that kind of the the experience that that most business owners go about it yeah yeah, we always encourage them to take it out to cold storage when it gets to be a higher balance and we're going to add some features soon to automate that. So once you hit like $1,000 in your account, it'll move it out to a, a cold storage, like self-custodial address or something, or you'll be able to put in like a lightning address for some other lightning wallet that you want to withdraw to or something. 
Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I was yeah, that actually that's my that was my next question is like if there's a, a next step where you know you help them kind of learn the aspects of self-custodying and and withdrawing that. Cause I imagine a lot of these folks that you know they're being orange pilled and kind of introduced to Bitcoin as merchants for the first time, they don't really understand some of those aspects yet. Yeah, yeah, we'll help them with that. I do I've got like video tutorials on setting up hardware wallets and things. And as part of the meetups that we do too, we have like uh, a big community here. We do bit devs and more technical talks. So once, once we get merchants kind of, you know, getting a taste for Bitcoin and they become interested in it then we have all these other avenues for them to get educated and learn more about it. And we do like a weekly Bitcoin and coffee, which is just like a casual meetup for people to come out and ask questions and, and talk about Bitcoin every week. So I'm going to add that link. Great. Yeah. Just, just for your curiosity, it's the meetup. It's Sweet. A- yeah. We'll definitely be posting that in there. I mean, I mean, I, I don't, unless you guys have anything else to cover that kind of wraps it up for me. You got anything else for these guys, Jason? No, you guys are out there doing the Lord's work. I love this so much. Lord's work. Yeah, ser- no, seriously. It's like it's like Alex said, you know, he and I visited a, a small place in downtown Salt Lake probably about six, seven months ago. And it's the only place I know of in the state of Utah that takes Bitcoin. So, you know, I imagine a world where like there's a place like that on every corner and, and you guys are, you know, enacting that vision every day. And I think that's incredible. Thanks. Yeah. Hope to see some more down there. I I drove through Salt Lake a few years ago and it's a cool town. uh, Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll be scouting for you over here. (laughs) What's that? I said, we'll be scouting for you over here. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Awesome guys. Well, uh, I'd love to, you know, point people to to any direction you guys, Adam, you mentioned you have like video tutorials and stuff. I imagine you have social media pages. Cole, you mentioned, you know, some of the videos you're shooting of street interviews. Any social media you guys want to shout out before we we hop off here? Yeah, our our Twitter is Coinos Wallet. That's our Twitter. And then I put I put my link tree in our in our chat there. It's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Coinos dot io that's our link hub so individually i mentioned the twitter and then instagram is just coinos.io and that's how i found you guys was was instagram yeah yeah instagram's got some gems there yeah yeah it's cool and then yeah we have in our link tree we have some of the youtube tutorials and adam just just links a direct one there awesome well i appreciate it guys i will make sure to have all these links in the show description uh, we're going to get this across all the platforms possible and sounds like me and Jason got some, some orange pillin and, and work to do. In <laughs> we need to get some, we need to get some merchants on board so we can spend our Bitcoin come this bull run. Right. Yeah, buddy. Uh, spend and replace. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Always replace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome guys. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have Thanks. a great rest of your night Thanks. and until next time. Thanks, Thanks Alex. Jason, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, Cheers. guys.